welcome to The Shallow End. We are your hosts. I'm Nat. And I'm Kat. And today we're going to be talking about the coronation of the king. Because you all care so much. You guys care so much about the monarchy. I know we do too. Just kidding. Extremely um, passionate. But it's something to talk about because it's it's like it only happens once in a hundred years. So yeah. We're going to talk about it a little bit and then we're going to talk about uh, trad wives and red pill guys because there's lots going on mm-hmm. in the conservative movement right now. That And Nat and I are... conservative but we're also confused and we don't know how it actually speaks to conservatism at all and it's a little shocking and weird so we're going to talk about it's jarring is what it is it's jarring um so let's talk about the coronation first because i didn't watch it oh me neither oh perfect so we're the perfect perfect people to talk about this i mean you don't have to watch stuff anymore you just have to go on twitter and it's it's like what happened so what happened so Meghan markle wasn't there Katy perry was there for some reason, for some reason, um, the the little boy Louis he yawned, yawned a, lot. a lot. That's uh, William and Kate's son, and yeah. <laughs> apparently his sister Charlotte had to talk to him about his behavior. Oh, Charlotte, that's so cute. Charlotte's a real Karen. She's no, that's a cute. real that's Karen. Cute. I think it's cute. She's like behave. Cute. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. And um, Kate Middleton, you couldn't see her outfit. Everyone was like, "Oh, she wore a beautiful dress." No one saw it under those crazy gowns, like yeah. all the all the the, the capes. She beautiful because she is beautiful. She's beautiful. You could put her in a paper bag and she'd yeah. look good. Her makeup was a little heavy. Yeah, well, it was she, a little heavy. Know, she's hit the wall, <laughs> as the red pill yeah. men would you say. You know what? She's over. She's, she's over because so she's what thirty five. Yeah, that, yeah. Is that when women? I anyway, mean, we'll get there later. Also, but. people were talking about how Prince Andrew, the convict, the convicted, the pedo, pedo. Allegedly, alleged. No, I think is it alleged? I don't know if it's alleged. I think we don't he, know. He was involved in some stuff for sure with with some children. Stuff. Yeah, he, and sex. He got some bad juju there, and he was actually <laughs> he had all his um. It was so serious that he had his uh, his dignity his, his titles all stripped. Oh, that's a real thing. Okay, that happened. But then at the coronation, he was fully robed, and Harry wasn't. And people are like, "So you move to America, you get your robes Married. taken, but then you do some pedo stuff, and it's fine." Hmm, Anyways, interesting. that's interesting. It's interesting that a man who likes to take his robe off in front of children gets <laughs> to put it back on. Anyway, <laughs> maybe he to. was naked under the robe. I had to go there allegedly. Anyway, just to just so for context, uh, Charles is now the king with his wife Camilla. They've been married a hundred years. They're both a million years old. Mm-hmm. The son of Queen Elizabeth, who obviously passed away last year, no one thought he was ever going to be king because of how old. He is, yeah, but and I think here also we are. because he's divorced. Right. Like I think there's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, that as well. That's a good yeah. point because he had an affair with Camilla. His wife is Diana, the mother of William and Harry. Right. That's all I know about the monarchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we, there's a really great documentary about um, Queen Elizabeth and her sister Margaret. I think it's called Elizabeth and Margaret. Okay, and then there's also Easy a great enough. documentary about Diana called Diana and. Those are both great. Again, I don't even care about the royal family, but it is interesting. Like the history is interesting, and Princess Diana was honestly a beautiful person and so on. Like I, I, I wasn't. I was like two when it all went down, right. so I'm not like a crazy hard diehard fan. fan. Yeah. Um, also, just want to apologize for the baby crying. She's not crying. She's she's having a she's a making ball. She's having a ball. But next week I have childcare, so this won't be a reoccurring issue. And if you would like to donate to pay for childcare, yes. just help us. You know, help us out. Go to theshallowend.ca and click support We won't support use it us. for Botox. We won't. We will use it for child care. For child care. And then Botox if there's any left over. If there's over. any left over. But child care is so expensive these days, so like yeah. you probably won't be. Yeah. Okay. 
those Botox. Should we talk about the red pill movement? Yeah, let's talk about Do we know what the red pill movement is? Do you guys know what it is? I think for most people, it kind of seems like it's just like, oh, you took the red pill. You're a conservative. You love freedom. You love Trump. Well, it's originally from the Matrix where they offer you a blue pill and a red pill. And the red pill is that you see everything for how it is. And the blue pill is that you can live in your fantasy. So you want to, taking the red pill is saying, I want to be awakened to the reality of the universe. And I want to know and I don't want to live in... uh, you know the upside down yeah i don't, yeah, don't want to be yeah, my brain like ignorant yes exactly ignorant. what's really that's happening i was looking for thank you nat yes um so exactly. that's the the concept of the red pill right um but it's i was thinking Shifted. about it on the car ride here it's like the red pill guys have become it's almost like this andrew tate thing has like trickled down where exactly. everyone's their own little andrew tate now because exactly. he's so famous from it but it's like men have to be hard and like women are subservient to men and like if you're not 20 years old you're washed up as a woman and it's like that I understand why men are doing that for two reasons because a it might make you a lot of money and get you popular on Twitter and b it's because there it's a reaction to the complete wokeism that we're surrounded by that we're always yeah. fighting against. It's kind of like leftist men, like they're just trying to contrast leftist men so yes. hard that they've gone completely. Yeah. Like in the other direction, it's, and it's just as bad. It's just as bad. It's just as creepy. Like Nat and I have constantly talked about how super feminist guys are often creepy. Like I've personally experienced, and I'm sure you have, and I'm yeah. sure a lot of women have experienced feminist males who were kind of rapey. Like yeah. I'm not saying all of them, but I personally have experienced guys who were like, "Oh, I'm a feminist," and then also like stalked me, like accused me of things, like told nice. other men, like to stay away from her. She's mine. It's like right. That's creepy behavior, it is creepy, and I've yeah. really only experienced it from super liberal men. Interesting facts, and I think part of the problem too is that a lot of these like conservative men, because a lot of conservative men identify with Christianity as well. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like the problem is they've taken like some Bible verses out of context, yeah. and now they're like, "Oh, a wife needs to submit." And it's like, yeah, but there's more parts to that. And there's maybe more parts. We'll, we'll get that. into that a little yeah. later. But and Nat talks about this a lot because people always like the. Can you tell? Remind us of the thing about Jesus loving. His, yeah, yeah. Like the so, church, like your husband is called to love you as the Jesus loved the church. Exactly. Yeah. So in Ephesians, I can't remember where, but basically, God, like you're commanded, husbands are commanded to love their wives like Jesus loved the church, and Jesus literally died for the church. Yes. So yeah, a woman is called to submit to her husband in response to that, though. Like not like a woman. A man needs to lay down his life for his wife like it's not just like oh submit woman do what i say and it's also not from a place of authoritarianism because the husband's supposed to love his wife so damn much that he's willing to die for her exactly and like you're not his slave no certainly not like you you know i also think it's interesting how people will and this is not an original thought of mine i've seen it kind of circulated yeah but it's funny how people are like, how dare people want, like women want to be subservient to their husbands. Like it's horrible, but it's like, okay, so go to your job mm-hmm. and then who are you serving then? Exactly. You're serving your boss, which is fine. Do you have to serve somebody? The Bible verse actually goes on to talk about that. It's like slave and master. And that's kind of in the modern day world, your employer. Right. And it's like, you're called to work your, your ass off basically for your master. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you're right. You're either serving your husband, serving God serving your master which is your employer in this Mm -hmm. in this modern day world Mm -hmm. so yeah or serving your child unlike me who's just letting their child scream she's fine (laughs) she looks she looks like she's having a hoot she's having a hoot um but it's it's just interesting how we get so offended by women being and i i don't love it either like i'm like it triggers me it triggers me a little bit because like it's not how my relationship works. And I do consider myself a traditional wife in many ways, but yeah. I'm not so traditional that I'm like, oh, I'm subservient to my husband. Sometimes you can't he be has put terrible in a box. ideas. Yeah, you can't be put in a box. No. 
And I think that the difference is like, as a wife, you want to do those things. It's, you're not being forced to, no. like you should want to do it. And if you're yeah. not wanting to do it, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't know. Go serve, you're going to serve somebody. So go serve your boss. If you find it offensive to serve your husband, or if you don't have a husband, that's what, that's, you choose not to, you're serving somebody at the end of the day. Yeah. You're serving God, you're serving your husband, your family, or your boss. Um, so the red pill movement, basically it explores the dynamics between men and women. And according to this philosophy, according to EB magazine, women have a natural attraction to hyper successful, strong in charge men. Uh, this conviction has led those to call themselves red pillars, uh, uh, to frequently advise men to adopt an alpha mindset in order to sway and, quote, lead women, which is problematic because basically all these men just think that women are, like, crafty, deceitful bitches. <laughs> basically, it's just, like, a way, an excuse to hate women, mm -hmm. essentially. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people listening are going to be like, that's not true. But, like, if, if it's funny because it's, like, in being super masculine and alpha male, you're blaming all your problems on a woman. Like yeah. what's, there's yeah. nothing what's alpha, alpha about that. Exactly. Like it's, all, it's all her fault. She did this to me. Yeah. She's a witch. Burn her. It's like, Sounds Oh, familiar. there you go. Big boy. Yeah. You're such a big leader. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm like, yeah. this doesn't even make sense. You're blaming the person who you think is beneath you on your inability to succeed. Exactly. That and sounds like, like some bullshit. And it's kind of interesting because on Twitter, I see a lot of conservative men say that the transgender movement is women's fault. Like it's my fault that a biological male is in my bathroom. It's my fault. It's mm -hmm. my fault that a biological man who identifies as a woman is taking advantage of my empathy. And it's like, but where are the men to stop these other men from doing this to us? Like it's your job as and a man to be a protector. they should be empowering each other. Exactly. Like if, you're, see, if you as a man feel so disillusioned, uh, um, by your own gender that you think you need to go out and become a woman. Maybe it's the male community that should be like, Hey bro, I'm going to help you discover your masculinity. And it doesn't need to be traditional no. masculinity. You don't need to go hunting and fishing to be a man. You can bake. You can yeah. sew. You can wear pink. You can wear pink. You can be a dancer. You can do anything you want. You can be as feminine or gay or whatever you want to call it as you want, but you can still be a man and you yeah. can still be the leader of your household. Yeah. Like you can still do my stepdad when I was growing up cooked all of our meals. My husband cooks. Yeah. This, the, these are not, I mean, cooking isn't even a girl thing. Like no, look at the top chefs. chefs. Exactly. Look at all the top chefs. Yeah. They're all men. So it's like, that's a terrible example. It is, but no, it's, but it's for some reason it's, it's for some aligned reason, with think, women in yeah, the household. Yeah. Yeah. Make me my sandwich wifey. Yeah. I'm like, I will make a sandwich because I am hungry <laughs> and I need a sandwich. Yes. Can we just, we're going to pause. And now a word from my partner. Covenant Eyes is an app designed to help you and those you love live free from pornography. The mission of Covenant Eyes is to set people free from porn addiction. It is the number one app for quitting porn and helps its customers live porn free with confidence. So if you or someone you know is struggling with porn addiction, or if you just want to block your young kids from being able to access mm -hmm. it on their smartphones, that's probably a huge seller yeah. as a huge selling point. Yeah. Go to covenanteyes.com and sign up using code shallow and at checkout for one month free. One month free, guys. Make sure you sign up in your web browser first and then head over to the app store to download the app today. So covenanteyes.com, use code shallow and at checkout. Mm -hmm. I'm living porn free. Me too. With confidence. Not because of the app, but I feel like it could be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're selling it. We're selling it. Well, it's, I, porn addiction is a very common serious. and serious thing. And I think it ha you have to be in a position where you want to stop. Like I used to smoke cigarettes and people were like, you should quit smoking cigarettes, Catherine. And I was like, I don't want to. 
Yeah. But then I did want to stop and I did. So it has to be something that, yeah. but it's also still hard. So it's like, this is a way for you to block yourself. It just make, adds an extra step. You're going to, what are you going to cancel your covenant eyes just to go and watch them? Pour? No, you're not going to do that. No. And then also for your kids, the kids, you the children, the, the kids, you guys. Okay. Okay. Shallow well, we love end. that. Use code shallow end. Okay. Shallow end. All right. Back to the red pill mm-hmm. movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's all these like imposters, Andrew Tate imposters. And one of them was this guy that was saying, oh, women, there was that tweet that's like women going to the gym wearing basically lingerie. Yes, like that was Elijah for Schaefer. Har- harassment. So conservative commentator oh, Elijah Schaefer. I didn't even realize who, that was him. <laughs> who was fired from the blaze mm. for sexual harassment. Oh! Interesting. Oh! Uh, yeah, he said that it's, he compared wearing yoga pants basically to lingerie. Yeah. So uh, my boy's never seen lingerie before in his life Apparently because it's not, not full body spandex. Maybe in like Islamic countries. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. That's not generally, I don't wear like a, a breast compression top for lingerie. No. And I don't go to the gym wearing red lace. No. I don't know. Like little frilly thongs. Yeah. It's not like imagine squatting in a thong. Yeah. That would hurt, I feel well, like. Well, I'd wear a thong to the gym. But with stuff over top yeah, of it. But yeah, but that, yeah, yeah. that makes it more comfortable. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny. It would be awful. I was saying this to Sebastian. I was telling him about this, my husband, and he was like, it's just like an ex- like when men say that about women, it's just because they can't stop looking and yeah. checking you out. It's like, that's your responsibility. Like, mm-hmm. that's your own problem. If you can't control yourself around other women, like, that's a you problem, bro. Yeah. Like, and, and it's a nuanced issue because, again... Um, I'm just thinking of this one instance where you remember how there's the law in Ontario came out like 12, 15 years ago that women don't have to wear tops in public. Like that used to be public nudity, women exposing their breasts, but then there was this whole like, well, men can wear, go topless, et cetera. Anyways, (laughs) I've only ever seen it one time in my life, a woman exercising this right, not on a nude beach. She was just like right now near, uh, near the chorus building. She was (laughs) sitting out there with her tits out. And like, I was with my husband, um, walking and she was like making direct eye contact with him, like follow it. I was just like, wow, like she's really asking for a lot of attention right now. So there's, there's, there's like that. that side of it where it's like, you're, you actually are going out of your way to, to try and get male attention. And it doesn't mean you deserve to be harassed or anything, but no. you, you, you know what you're doing. Yeah. There's, there's also like those girls who film themselves at the gym and then they're like, oh, this guy's stalking me at the gym. It's so embarrassing. It's like, well, you're wearing a full face of makeup. You're, you're squatting in like really, really tight leggings. You're filming it. But you're filming it and you're also like, you're working it a little bit. And again, don't, not a reason to harass a woman, but you, no. you are looking for attention because you're wearing a full face of makeup. Which is fine, but just own it. And just own it, exactly. Yeah. So there's that side of it. Totally. and then, But then there's also the side, which is what we're talking about here, which is men are like, oh, look at her in those tight pants. She wants it. It's like, yeah. no, sir. Yeah, and no, like, she I does think not. we're of the mindset for the most part that like modest is hottest. Like, I think it's nice to leave leave them questioning what's going on underneath, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. That's why we wear so much puffy stuff. It's like, what's going yeah. on under what, there? What's this, shoulders? Yeah, woo! Yeah. Um, but I also think like, if a woman wants to wear yoga pants, like she's not a whore. No. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. yeah, like in the comments, or maybe it was, I think it was the the original poster, I guess it's Elijah, Elijah Schaefer who was saying this, but they're like, if the whole um, comfort argument is moot because gym shorts, like baggy basketball shorts are the most comfortable. It's like, hello, have you heard of thighs? Yeah. Have, men's bodies are not, they don't collect fat near their stomach and thighs and they don't curve in like this, but literally like our thigh, our hip bones, our pelvis are on an angle and our thighs are closer together. And like, 
there will be some rubbing. Yeah. And basketball shorts are thick and horrible. And also, like, you have to roll them up to, and then the chafing yeah. is just a bagginess, and you can't see your form. Like, who is this guy? It's Who's true. this guy to tell a woman what to wear to the gym? And it's just like this weird thing with conservative men. They're getting like so far the other way and that they're extremists. Exactly. And yeah. it's because, as we mentioned already, it's a reaction to the soy boy leftism snowflake like but epidemic they're, that they're, we're seeing. And it's like, it's not better. It's, it's not better. Actually, they're equally bad. They're, like they're, they're equally both, bad. They're both worse and than the other. For me, I find it a little bit worse because a lot of these men also, as I mentioned before, identify with Christianity. It's like, if you're a man of God... Like you're not gonna you're not gonna be a sexist pig. Like if you're a true <laughs> yeah. man of God, exactly. You, like God loves women, He created them. Mm-hmm. Like I I just don't understand how you can justify treating women as lesser. No. It just makes no sense from a biblical perspective. No. And it's you embarrassing. sinning. You sinning. It's embarrassing. Yeah. And it doesn't reek of someone who has a lot of like power with women. And yeah. power, I mean like the power to draw them into him. Yeah. Um, I also saw this guy post something about how he only dates, he only sleeps with and dates like 20 year olds or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then one of the top comments was a woman who said she is a sex worker and that she and her friends are constantly hired. being hired by these like influencer bros to pose with them on boats. Like she's like, we go on boats, they pay us to be there. And we like act like they want us to act. And then they go on social media and are like, look who I'm pulling. And then also the funny part is, is who that I'm paying. he was like, I never would date a woman over 20. And then the, this woman who's a sex worker or prostitute, yeah. let's just be real. Prozzy. Prozzy. Um, who was replying. She was like, also, by the way, these women are not, a lot of them are not 20. A lot of them are in their thirties. It doesn't like, you just don't know because you're an idiot and you can't yeah. tell the difference between a 20 year old woman and a 30 year old woman. And that's funny because he's that like, is. I would never go near a 30 year old. It's like near them. You're paying them to be around you. Actually. You, you just don't know it. So it's like, it's just, there has to be some nuance. I feel like people yeah. are forgetting that. They're yeah. just like, no, like, oh, I'm super hardcore red pill guy who's like Christian. And it's like, first of all, you're not even living by the word of God at all. No. You embody none of those things. Nope. And second of all, you're just as bad as the soy boy feminist pedos that we talk about all the time. You're just like so far away from the point, which is here somewhere in the middle. And it's problematic, I think, because leftists have already like won culture basically and although i think there is a shift it's like how are conservatives expecting to garner more support yeah. if men are behaving like pigs like it's really not doing the the movement any favors it's like not so I, I just think it's it's stupid and it's why i hate politics and i'm done with it like i just don't want to affiliate with anyone anymore yeah. i just want to like affiliate with taylor swift and jesus yeah okay pretty much it's basically where i'm at like because I don't want to be grouped in with either side. No, exactly. At this point. I I keep going like up and down on, on the conservative issues because just like you're saying, it's like, I don't really want to be lumped in with just uber conservative people because I don't necessarily agree with everything. Everything. Yeah. A lot of it. And I don't like how that narrative is like, it seems to be flowing in the wrong direction. And, and to go back to the Crowder thing, I Used to watch Crowder every single yeah. day. I really loved that show. I used to say I wanted us to be the next, like the female Crowders, yeah. to have our own show and to have like and a we studio. will be and we will be and we will do, abuse our to husbands. do like high quality. Yes, we will yell at our heavily pregnant husbands. No, but I want to do like high quality sketches and have like that kind of the, the resources that he has. Mm-hmm. But it's like yikes dude i used to really look up to you a lot and after watching you the way that you spoke to your wife while she was pregnant it just really it it so it made my stomach feel gross it's it's horrifying yeah it's- and i think what i was saying before the baby started screaming and we had to pause briefly um is that men are there's a lot of men who are like 
oh, that's just a normal conversation you're having between like two married people. It's like, no. Do you and Sebastian ever talk to each other like that? No. Would like, you ever and, say, I don't love you, Nat, because you're not performing your wifely duties? Like, that's a crazy thing to say to your absurd. wife. It's absurd. And I do understand that arguments can get heated and people can say things they don't mean, mm. but just the way... Just the way it all went down it was, was just icky. very odd. It, it was, was just, super icky. Especially given how pregnant his wife was. Yeah. Um, and just for context, there was a video that was leaked about Crowder. Yeah, from his like ring door camera. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's yelling at his very pregnant wife. Yeah. To submit. Yeah. Submit, it's, pregnant wife. And, and people are saying, well, maybe like she kind of instigated the argument knowing that the camera was there and knew that she would be acting a certain way and like let him kind of walk into it. But again, yeah. even if she did all that, even if she knew the camera was there, set up the argument to be in front of the camera, like he doesn't have to respond to bait. No. If she's crazy, like he's saying she walk is. Walk away. Walk away and just be like, I'm not going to engage. You're trying to bait me into an argument. Exactly. Even if he's not aware it's being filmed, like he, it, it makes it worse because he doesn't realize he's being filmed. It's just, it's the whole thing is icky. Yeah. And I don't like it. Um, it's interesting too, because she was lucky enough to get this on camera, but what about like the women who don't have proof? Yeah. Don't have proof like that's, and this kind of goes into something else that we wanted to talk about, which is no fault divorce, mm -hmm. which is something Crowder, I guess had addressed prior which is very 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 concerning super now super weird super weird super weird so he before the ring video came out um he acknowledged because candace owens all this another there conservative commentator mentioned that he's having a divorce and like he apparently his divorce has been in the works for a long time but it was very secret and so which it was the way it should have been yeah it's a part it's a private matter yeah. but candace owens and other conservative commentators kind of spilled the beans on it and then crowder went after her and it was like the infighting, I don't really personally care for. I'm over it. I'm over it. Um, but the weirdest part is that Crowder in his initial response video, talking about his divorce, kind of acknowledging what was going on, he he kept reiterating, reiterating the point that they live in Texas. So a no, there's uh, no-fault divorce laws, meaning that both parties don't have to consent. One person can say, I'm divorcing you, which is this the law in every state. Yeah, all, all 50, 50 states, states in the United States, there's no state... Yes. So on the mainland, at least, that you can you can force someone to stay married to you. And why would you want to? Yes. So there are some facts Bro. that I would like to read about no-fault divorce. This is according to Christian Post. I don't know their political leanings. They're just Christian Post. I don't even know. I've never read them before. But anyway, in 1969, states began pass passing the no-fault divorce laws one at a time. Uh, and researchers were fascinated with the results. Gretchen Baskerville, author of Life-Saving Divorce, explains, in states that passed unilateral no-fault divorce, the suicide rate for wives dropped by 8 to 16%. Domestic violence by both... Sorry. The domestic violence rate by and against both men and women dropped by 30%. The homicide rate of women murdered by an intimate dropped by 10%. That's, that's a good thing. All of that is great. All that's good. We don't want people to stay married to each other when one person feels like they're being imprisoned and trapped. And for a man like Crowder to criticize no-fault divorce because he wants to, what, force his wife to stay with him even yeah. though she doesn't want to? That's the implication there. That's Otherwise, what are you talking about? Like, Why are you so talking about gross. it? It's disgusting and weird and creepy. Like, you want your wife to love and respect you you don't want her to stay with you because she's legally obligated to. And like, what are you locking her in your basement? It's so creepy and it's weird. And that's very the only, weird. That's the biggest thing I took away. I was like, no one cares about, like people do care, but they shouldn't. Your private life should be your private life. So totally. let's say no one should care about your private divorce and 
no one's like, he kept saying I'm, the the kids are not the the reason we're getting divorced no one thought that yeah. either you're saying it that's weird but also like why are you talking about no fault divorce so much bro yeah it's super weird and then there was this rolling stone article that came out mm-hmm. that was talking about how the no fault divorce is going to be like the big talking point for the conservatives in the next election i think that's probably bs like i think so too because it is a left-wing magazine but if it I, like, but they only reference crowder it's in true. that whole article they're like Stephen crowder talked about it and it's like okay well so maybe they're grasping at who else is talking about that as well, an issue it's and weird i was thinking about it too because i'm like there are republican like people in Congress and, and stuff like that, Republican politicians who are divorced. So why would they like vote against it? Yeah, like weird. they don't want, they don't want anyone else to have the freedom of getting divorced because they're already divorced. It's just weird. I just don't, it doesn't seem realistic. To it me. seems weird. Yeah. And Rolling Stone is super left wing. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting because if that is a talking point of the conservative movement, I don't want to, Oh, I'm, I don't want to partake in that talking point. I think it's stupid and wrong. And also, just to backtrack a little bit, um, with the Crowder thing, mentioning no no fault divorce, his wife had a tape of him verbally abusing her. That would be a cause. Yeah. So it's like his argument doesn't even work anyway because in a world where there would she would need fault, mm-hmm. like an excuse to divorce him, she has one, yeah. dude. She has one. Yeah, maybe that's why it was leaked by probably her her side. Right. After he came out and said like, oh, no fault divorce, my, my children, don't bring my children into it. It's like, no one's yeah. talking about your children except for you. And yeah. now you're talking about no fault divorce. That's super weird and super cringy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and like, you know, we're not for divorce. No. it's Like we believe in the family and stuff, yeah. but like there's also a line. There is a line. Yeah. And even the Bible talks about this. So read it. Just read, read it. your Bible. Just read it, guys. I'm reading it to baby crypto. Aww. We're on Genesis. Oh, it's heavy. <laughs> so many children. A lot of. It's like a lot of like this guy beget, this guy beget, that guy, and this is his son. And I'm like, I can't so even. murder. <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh. It's a sexy book. It's a lot. It's a lot. But it's important. It is. Marine health foods, you guys. Mm-hmm. Health food is oh, so important to it us. It all starts in the gut. We're we're full of guts. Look at it. Look at her. Look at her vibe. Her vivaciousness. See this it? It's because my gut is it's because she didn't take her marine health food it's supplements. True. Marine health foods is an artisan dietary supplement manufacturer from Ireland that is specialized in the production of unique and potent marine products. The oyster extract is unique. The company is led by a highly experienced marine biologist with over 30 years of experience. All products are developed, tested, and produced in house. Wow. Their products are nutrient dense. What? nutrient a single serving of oyster max can provide up to 45 percent of vitamin b12 40 percent of zinc and over 30 percent of copper so important yeah zinc copper cure covid exactly so so important um the naturally occurring trace minerals is rich in zinc copper vitamin 12 a source of iodine so important apparently in japan there's iodine in like the water or something or maybe they just that way they're all so hot they're so hot and they're so smart and i we have a complete like iodine also um counteracts fluoride i believe yeah i think you know what pause on that we'll look it up next time but i'm pretty sure this is we're not experts, guys. We're not experts, but marine health foods are, and they're the ones who are going to be putting stuff into your belly to make you feel better. Because it all starts in the gut. And you're going to look hot, and you're going to be so smart. So go to marinehealthfoods.com and use code SHALLOWEND at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's 20% is pretty good. Yeah. I'm excited about it, and yeah. I'm going to buy some. And I, because I'm out of copper zinc, I need this Me is too. this uh, oyster stuff sounds pretty good. It does. I'm going to be 
We're going to be glowing. I'm going to be glowing like an oyster, you guys. Like, so again, go to marinehealthfoods.com and use code SHALLOWEND for 20% off your first order. That's woo, so exciting. Woo, I love woo. that. All right. Now back to the shirt. Back to the shirt. Um, I'm going to gloss. You go what ahead. do we want to talk about next? There's so much going on. I mean, we could talk about trad wives a little bit. Just in response to the yeah, red let's, pill let's men, do a, a quick minute just a on quickie, the yeah, yeah, and then we'll because move the, on. the trad wives thing is like a it's like a hashtag. Mm-hmm. It's been going around. And there's on like TikTok. there's a TikTok thing. Yes, where people are kind of embodying the the traditional wife role, and mm-hmm. then there's of course the other side who's like very offended by this because again because people are allowed to cut off their 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 dongs and their boobs They're, and. And live however they want to, mm-hmm. but if you want to be a traditional wife, then you're then you're really insulting. Really people. controversial. Very controversial. Um, we're both wives. Mm-hmm. You said you baked cookies once too. I baked once. That's very traditional. Now. I know. Do you feel like that made you less of a person? And it yes, it destro- yeah, it, no, is, it destroyed kidding. your empowerment. And yeah, I've lost my. Now I lost my voice that day. Yeah, you're you you. <laughs> Nat's lover never lost her voice in her life. Yeah. Actually, one time I had laryngitis. And People made I'm, fun of you. I'm very chatty. No. And so Ryan was like, oh, this is so funny. You can't talk. Ha, ha, ha. And like literally one hour later, he's like, say something. I miss you. I'm bored. Sebastian's like, yeah. too. He's like, you're so, shut up, lady. You're talking all the time. And then I'm like, okay, I'll be quiet for one hour. And he's like, come back. And he's like, come back. Say something. That's so cute. You're loved by your yeah, husband. It's Who true. knew that was possible? It's true. And treated with respect. Interesting. Interesting. So, okay. So I think the, the thing about the trad wife thing is like, like we've talked about before, there's nothing wrong with wanting to stay at home and be a mom and a wife. I do think that it's a little easier for people in the United States where you're not charged income tax and houses are a dollar. It's a lot more difficult. Like it is coming from a place of privilege in a way because most people can't afford that in 2023. That's that's an important point. You know? Two income households are pretty much the standard and I don't know a single person who doesn't. I have one friend who doesn't work and it's like it's she feels like she has to explain it to everybody yeah i mean like it's so weird everyone's like oh must be nice and she's like well well all the power i do all the stuff at home she takes care of the home she cooks amazing food like right and if if you can afford it all the power exactly but what i what i've seen now on the other side is like some of these trad wives have become a little toxic and they're Mm. getting a little judgy judgy Mm. and again are using scripture to judge other women and like that's not holy no it's not really icky let's Um, say holy guys yeah but we should try you know um there's this woman uh i can't remember her name oh yeah the the traditional wife i can't remember her she's kind of the worst she's like old too she's like a boomer so she said god wants women to be keepers at home satan wants women to be out of the home things that make it easy for women to be away from home this is funny careers Automobiles, daycares. <laughs> Automobiles are a work of Satan. Daycares, public and private schools, birth control pills, shopping malls, restaurants, women's Bible studies. What? Women's Bible studies. What are you talking about? Children's activities. So what? don't take your kids to the park. Don't take them to the library. Entertainment. Stay at home. Thus, many homes sit empty all day long. So I'm wondering, okay, so Creepy. women. I, I go to a church, whatever they talked about once how women are like the gatekeepers of the home. So I do believe yes. that that's important. Super important. But you're allowed to leave your home. You're not a prisoner. And if you <laughs> aren't allowed to leave your home, then you are actually a prisoner. Yeah. And for a woman to say this to another woman, by the way, she's like a million years old. Like yeah. you don't know my life. 
Like, I bet you don't have a mortgage anymore, yeah, Linda. Yeah. Like, friggin', friggin', what's her name? Whoever her name is, Sybil, probably bought her house in, like, the, the 80s for, for 30 like, grand. For, for $30. Yeah. And now has exactly no mortgage, and her husband's a retired boomer with who probably had some sort of massive payout. Like, they don't do that anymore. Yeah. People don't get that anymore. So, Linda or Sybil or whoever the hell her name is. Not Linda, because that's my mother-in-law's name. She's she's great. Linda, we love we you. We love you, Linda. We love you, Linda. Other ladies, like Debbie's or what are their names from the back in the... What, what, Donna. Donna's. Donna. Donna. Susan. Karen. Susan's a good one. Susan. If you were, if you were listening to this show... We're and, sorry. And, and those are your names. <laughs> we love we love your... Um, we love you guys. But no, this particular lady is toxic. And no, she's she saying, don't wonder- go to Bible study. Yeah. Don't go to the supermarket. Don't take your kids to activities because you should be in the home. You should just make sure someone's at home at all times. Like, hello, get a, get a, one of those door don't cameras. Don't take your kids to play outside. No. God forbid. Because Plant that's the work of Satan. Exactly. She has another one. Well, then we'll move on. Um, cause we've, we have so much to get through today. Um, many women marry expecting their husbands to make them happy. So when they're no longer happy being married, they get divorced. This is all part of expecting husbands to make their emotional needs happiness is a choice we alone make the joy of the lord is our strength not expecting our husbands to meet our emotional needs makes us happy okay so there's some true things in there there's some pep there's truth has peppered into that tweet it's also super weird though because um what what was the part that she just said about not it's not like men's jobs to meet our emotional needs like it is yes it is it's not anyone's job to make you happy but meeting someone's emotional needs by like respecting them making them feel loved yeah like communicating with them like those are emotional needs that should absolutely be met by your husband yeah what are you talking about i don't get it and just going back to ephesians 5 25 jesus laid down his whole life for the church Literally died for her. So in contrast, I tweeted this, it's probably pretty doable for a husband to try to meet his wife's emotional needs. Like, you're not asking for much. No, it's like, hey, how are you feeling? Yeah. Can I help you with that? And I think the problem with all of this this trad wife or this red pill movement is that it kind of makes room for abuse because it's like people are taking advantage or not manipulating scripture and they're manipulating the word submission and and people are making it a toxic thing. Yeah. And it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be a beautiful thing out of, yeah. that's res- filled with respect and dignity and love. And I just, this is why we should not latch on to trends and not root our identity in things that like women are coming up with on TikTok yeah. or men are coming up with on Twitter. Like yeah. we just need to stay focused on scripture and 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 yeah and remember that everything is nuanced yeah i keep using that word but i feel like it's important because people are so divided and the trad wife thing is triggering the lefties so the lefties act more sexually depraved and then the trad wife people like the red pill people respond to that by being like my wife is never gonna leave the home or ever wear leggings and it's like well we've lost the plot we've is kind of the all point. lost the plot we've lost the plot that's not the important thing if you want to especially conservatives though i think yeah really yes. lost the yes. plot well because we can't speak no. on behalf of the leftists because we not really yet. don't know what they're doing but <laughs> you know yet. what you're pushing us in that direction <laughs> yeah you crazy like we yeah. need to be in the middle in again there's uh, the middle can be really big. You could be in the middle, but super right leaning or left leaning. And totally. you could be like, well, I don't want to have children. I don't want to get married, but you could still be a reasonable person living somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And I think some things are black and white, but when it comes to these kinds of things that like, don't like, they don't make or break 
the world, you know, they're not like in the Bible specifically. It's like, we don't need to fixate on these things or like, it's, it's all open to discussion. Mm-hmm. You know? And we're all learning too. Exactly. Like things change. And like, uh, we've mentioned this before. I used to not consider myself a feminist at all because I felt like the feminist movement did not represent me. I felt like it was man hating and man bashing and also like not empowering. And I didn't some feel of it empowered is. by it. It's, it certainly there's is. There's always, you know, there's the also like the whole like sexual aspect of it that I didn't really align with. But then there's, again, even with that, there's two sides to it because mm-hmm. it's like, there's also, you know, you know that, I think it's called the whatever podcast. Yeah. They're just like, um, they're just shaming dumb sluts. Yeah. And it's like, they're dumb. Like they're, you're talking to these like young women who probably are skanks, but they're also like, they're figuring out their lives and you're bringing them on this podcast to, to kind of make them, them, to humiliate them further. And it's like, yeah, why don't how, we help them? How is that helpful? And like, it's good. It's clickbaity. It, totally. It's very clickbaity, but it's like, you're not empowering those women. You're not like, what, what is their, I don't know a lot about the guys that run that Me podcast. Neither. They seem like jerks. Yeah. It's, it's entertaining. Sure. For sure, it's entertaining, but it's not helpful at all. Yeah, we should, tr- and I, like, I think part of the reason why we wanted to do this show is to help bridge the gap a little. Like, I want to reach those dumb bimbos on whatever. <laughs> I yes. want to because I want them to know that there is a different path for you, mm-hmm. you know? And it doesn't mean buttoning up your collar up to your chin no. and becoming a wife and a mother and shutting up and staying in the home. That's no. not what we're saying at all, but no. there's a middle ground. Yeah. There's something for everyone and where you can respect yourself and you can be empowered, uh, through other means, you know, you don't yeah. taking like, you know, the feminists say, not the feminists that we're referring, like yeah. the, the far left feminists are all like, ah, have sex with whoever, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like that's not real empowerment. Yeah. Um, there are other ways to empower yourselves and still have fun. How do you empower yourself? Like how, what brings you, what makes you feel empowered as a modern woman? Hmm. That's a tough one, eh? I don't know. I started an OnlyFans recently. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It actually is a tough question. I think like being able to communicate on a platform mm-hmm. is quite empowering mm-hmm. because it's it's amazing that anyone even wants to listen to what Thank you guys. we have to say. Yeah, I actually am that is so, empowering. I find it humbling. Like obviously the show has a lot of growth ahead of, you know, of us. You know, yeah. we have a lot of growing to do, but it's still so humbling that there is anyone who's even interested. And I do find that empowering. That is nice. Yeah. What Keep watching, you? guys. Um, well, before having my baby, because now having, pushing out a child, that was the most empowering thing I've ever done in my life. Seems like a lot. Um, but before <laughs> that, I felt empowered by uh, paying my bills. Right. Like having a car. Lo- like, I know it seems weird, but it's like taking out like uh, financing my car and paying off my car every yeah. month. Like that's mine. Yeah. Like it's not anyone else's. It's just my thing. I mean, it's also the the banks in a way or like the right. the, the dealership, the but it's mans. like having, having the power to be like, I have this vehicle that I'm paying for and I can go places and I can. Yeah. I mean, maybe it sounds like kind of childish cause I guess. No, but I, like having a vehicle when I would turn 18 or whatever, when I got my first car, like that was, one of the most empowering moments of my life outside of my child huge responsibility you can yeah. kill someone you can get around you can have a job like it it also empowers me to have a job wherever i'm not relying on the subway and the bus and right. um you're free my um we have a couple things just to touch on we're gonna wrap things up soon because it's been a while what do we want to talk about next one maybe we should talk about menopause next week yeah let's talk about menopause next week we're just gonna stuff going on there. end on a lighter note talk about quickly some hollywood, some hollywood stuff some hollywood stuff because basically the biggest news more than the king 
Taylor Swift might have a new boyfriend already, you guys. Yeah, after, less than a month after breaking up with Joe Alwyn, her mm. boyfriend of six, six years. Six years. It's pretty, it's got a little cold. I thought she left him for her cats and that was going to be it for her, but apparently she's into much shorter British men. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I don't really listen to the 1975, but he's like the lead singer. Yeah. He's the lead singer. He's the lead singer of a band called the 1975, Maddie Healy. People have like spotted them out together. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I'm going to give my girl the benefit of the doubt that she, cause you don't like a lot of crossover. It's not. You know, we get, we get, it's it's a little separation from the two relationships. Let's Mm -hmm. hope that, that her relationship with Joel, Joe ended like earlier than we all heard about. Mm -hmm. Cause like, she seems like she's very in control of her narrative. Yeah. So I think when she, when she called it quits publicly, they probably had been broken up before. I'm just giving, again, I'm a huge fan of her. So I'm giving her every benefit of every doubt right now. Especially I think if for those of you who have listened to Midnight's, I think a lot of the songs alluded to some sadness Mm. in her life and relationships. Like, and he, Joe Alwyn actually has co-written many of her songs. Yes. And and they're all the sad ones. No, but sweet nothing they wrote together. I know, too. but that's a sweet song. I know, that's but about there's love. something sad about all of their songs. Like Betty, like Betty's so sad. Anyway, go isn't Betty to- written from the perspective of a guy? Yeah, yeah, he helped dating Betty. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right, right. Go listen to Folklore Evermore Midnight, guys. And if you don't, them. don't come back and watch the show. And you told me that um, oh, what's the song? Uh, Bigger, the one about... Oh, Bigger Than the Whole Sky. Oh, my God. You guys, I, I thought that... conspiracy theory. I thought that was about a breakup, but I think you're right. I think it's about a miscarriage. Oh, no. I was... Li- I was this is so gay and lame. I was ho- listening to Taylor the other day, and I was holding my baby, and that same song came on, and I started Uh-oh. bawling. It's so sad. It's so sad. I can't even think about it. Like, just... <sighs> yeah, I have nothing Any- to back this up. It's just the way... The way... No, I think you're right. The words there's, she uses, there's the There's a word about how... I would I would have met I never got to meet you exactly oh, I yeah can't anyway sad. so she's going through some stuff pray for her still love her yeah we um, love her but bye Matt can you please not he's not super hot I don't know um Whatever. speaking of not super hot Amber Heard has quit Hollywood yeah yay good for her good for her seems like it was toxic yeah for her I think she has a kid too. I didn't know that. I know. I didn't know that. That either. seems to not be mentioned ever at the the entire Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. I never no. heard a single mo- mention of her having a no child. Clue. Had no clue. And her child's name is, it's like Unya. Yeah. Like which Unlaga. People think is like a nod to Johnny Depp, who's maybe Native American. Mm. Or, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it their kid? I doubt it. Who, what He's, is going on? Like who, she has a child. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, Robert De Niro just had a kid. He's 79. It's his seventh. Gross. So I guess Johnny Depp Gross. could Robert. have impregnated Amber Oh, for Heard. sure, for sure. But we never saw her pregnant, so Men who can knows? have children until the day that they die. Yeah, you could literally be on your deathbed and impregnate a woman. Just because you can doesn't mean you should, man. No, you should not. Um, anyway, I, I think it's just, it makes sense that she's left Hollywood. Nobody really likes her anymore. No. I do think, maybe this is not a popular take. I think they both suck. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. It's I possible. Think, I think they're both very problematic and I'm guessing they just brought out the worst in each other. And that does happen. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah. Two really good people can be toxic for each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, I doesn't justify anything she did, but. Yeah, or, maybe, maybe, or him. Yeah, I think or people are, I think she probably is crazy. And at the same time, she got a really bad edit. Yeah. Because people love Johnny Depp, including myself. Like I was the biggest Johnny Depp fan when I oh, was yeah. in high school. I, I had a huge crush on him. Oh my gosh. He was so handsome. Yeah. Gosh, darn it. Um, 
So I think people have a lot of nostalgia and he's much more rich and famous and powerful than her. Mm-hmm. But also I think at the same time, she probably could be a shit person. Yeah. And like really emotionally abusive, crazy. Like she probably did poop in the bed. These are probably all true things. Um, so I think it's probably a good idea that she moves to Spain, but in the article it was like, she, ha- she doesn't count out that she might come back one day. It's like leaving the door open. Cause it's like, as soon as she gets like a good offer, mm-hmm. someone's like, it's her redemption arc. We're bringing yeah. back Amber Heard. It's like, I don't see that happening for a long time. Like, I think, I think she doesn't realize that the way she is so, again, this is horrible, but in Hollywood, beautiful women are so replaceable. We've talked yeah. about this before. Like you can be Leonardo DiCaprio. You can age. She's hit the wall. You, she's hit the wall. She's, she's like 30 now. It's over her, but it's no, but her. it's, it's wrong. And I don't agree with it, but she is so replaceable in Hollywood as a young, beautiful well, woman. Like she's not all, she's not really the most amazing she's actor not that either. Talented. That's the That's thing. The, her thing was yeah. beauty. Yeah. And that fades. And it's so sad. It's awful what women have to do because you have to be beautiful. But then also it's like, well, naturally, as you age, you're going to become less beautiful and your value is going to go down. That's horrible. It yeah. shouldn't be like that, but it is. Like you can be an old scraggly Leonardo DiCaprio and you yeah. can just keep getting roles. It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't even you make get. sense. Um, there is a huge double standard in Hollywood, um, which, you know, we're going to continue to talk about. Always, the all the time. Do we have any other things we want to talk about? Or do we want to end it on <sighs> a, an Amber Heard note? No, I mean, the you had on the list just like the couples from Love is Blind just celebrated their one year anniversary. I'm surprised. Even Kwame. Okay, I was, I thought Kwame and uh, we Chelsea all were, do- we I thought all he was going to leave her at the altar, right? Yeah, we all 100% did. I I'm did so not shocked. see. Let's just, let's just summarize quickly. Love is Blind on Netflix. Season four. Season four. That's the, they don't get to see each other, but they date through like a while and they can talk to each other. And then, then they meet, get engaged, and then they live with each other for like a month and then they're supposed to get married. And basically at the wedding, you can decide if you want to go with, forth with it or not. So they're encouraged to make it to the altar because what you're like, why would you not just break up with someone before you walk down the aisle? Well, it's for the show. You're supposed to for the show. Um, And then the one guy that everyone thought would totally say no at the altar Said, said yes, yes. And, and they're, they're still married. married. They're still I know married. they're actually kind of cute. Like I, I, I went on her. their Instagram yesterday because I was like, no, they're not still together. They, they are. are. Yeah, she was like the most well balanced. Totally, she was so normal, and people thought she was kind of crazy. But I'm like, she, I think she just knows who she is, and she owns exactly. It, you know? And she was so secure. She yeah, was like, he was like, oh, I want to go talk to this girl because I, I we had a thing, and I want to like close the door on that. And she it. was like, you should. Yeah. Like I would be like, hell no. I'd be like, excuse me, excuse me. Like, yeah. So she was very mature and I'm happy for them. Yeah. I mean, you also wonder too, if the editing made him look like a man child. Yes, probably. I've heard, I've read articles about how being on that show is not very glamorous. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it's hard to say. Glamorous? Glamorous. What do you mean? Like, it's just not good. It's not a good sitch for the cast. Like it's not what it seems, I guess like the bachelor in paradise. Right. They're like, it's, they call it paradise, but it's like, it's like a rundown resort in Mexico where there's like crabs and bugs everywhere. Yeah. It happens. Um, the things we do for Instagram followers, Mm -hmm. speaking of Instagram followers, follow, follow us on Instagram, (laughs) on Instagram and the shallow end show. Subscribe on YouTube, rumble, Substack. Patreon, become a Patreon member. Give us money. Give us money. PayPal, give but us also, give us your money or else. Uh, or shut it we'll down. We'll call you out by name. Yeah. One at a time. <laughs> All <laughs> ten of you. 
And um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. All of it. Basically, of it. just go and find us anywhere. At, all of them. Just go to the shallowend.ca and you'll be able to find all our channels. Subscribe, comment, like, and share this shirt with your friends. With your friends. Please. Please. And again, I apologize for the babbling baby in the background. Next week, I'm going to have my mom take care of the child. She so. is far right. So it's just, she has a lot to say. Yes, the baby. I was like, my mom is not. No, no, the, ba- the baby. <laughs> my mom is a super lefty. Like she'll never watch this. Hi mom. Hi mom. You'll never watch this. That's okay. But she's such a good person that even though she doesn't agree with what we're doing here, she'll still watch the child. So I really I love, love that about her. But we need to pay her. So <laughs> I'm just we won't. We're going to pocket it. Okay. I'm just kidding. Botox. Okay. Okay. Anyways, guys, thank you for you episode two. Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. That's funny. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>